0: hey what's up
1: just ate dinner now we're ready to pod you got your snacks
0: i'm not gonna be snacking while we talk because i don't want people to hear me snacking all right (laughs) if you put it closer i'm especially not gonna be just snacking
1: you don't have to raise your head when you're talking you just okay keep it level and stuff so Welcome back to another episode of Together in Thought. I'm your host Jamal, joined by my beautiful, lovely co-host Taylor, and we're gonna jump right into it. I got a question to ask you, wife. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you dun dun, dun define our relationship?
0: I feel so stuck. I don't know. Um, just a more intimate. Stop, I'm answering now. Stop. Um, first, like, um, a more much more intimate level of friendship and family. I think in simple, in the most simplest terms, I would start off with that.
1: I would say fun and just
0: mine is all deep and you're just like fun
1: that's it it's, <laughs> it's just simple we're we're having fun I'm married my best friend and every morning I wake up I'm just like yeah this is I don't know why I try to make it complicated uh when we dated earlier or even the concept of finding a spouse like it's just fun our relationship is fun yeah. I hope it, I hope it's as fun as for you as it is for me
0: it's fun. It's definitely fun. um, And it's. It's like. Head down. Um, head down. Okay. cause You can't really hear me if I have my head up.
1: I'm just saying you kind of.
0: Because I'm thinking.
1: I still think. Come back. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it's fun. And it's also like. I say like the most intimate friendship and family because it just feels like home. Like for me, how I would define our relationship right now is very um it's right as of right now it feels like a really good combination of super comfortable, super non-performative, but also very much encouraging one another to be the best self so it's like I don't feel like I have to be performative with you but I also do want to impress you so but but I like that like I like that there's a nice balance I don't feel like pressure Mm -hmm. to impress you I don't feel like you know when people have their crush and it's like you almost can't be yourself because like oh my gosh I can't breathe around you like (laughs) I have these butterflies and I can't like even think and I don't we don't feel that which is normal yeah but i do feel motivated and challenged to like want to impress you still so Mm -hmm. yeah it's just it's it's fun
1: and i think we have fun because we share the same values it would be difficult if either one of us felt like oh am i too christian for the other or Does my wife think this is a little bit edgy and uh, hypocritical of my faith? I feel like we have a lot of similar like inside jokes that feel like other people may be like, oh, that's not funny. But me and you find it funny. And also what you just, just said, that that comfortability level has to be there for us to have fun and feel free around each other.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. And I think we're very much like at a similar pace. So even the way you mentioned our faith walk, you know, us both being Christians and I think we're we're very similar just as like people and. Thoughts and stuff like that, even though obviously we disagree on a lot of things, but like at the core, like our foundation, we have similar personality types, like just we're just very similar. But I also think like we're very willing to grow. So even in our faith, like we have that comfortability because we also can grow in our thought process together. So even if you ever come to me and you're like, yeah, I'd say that was, mm, <laughs> you took it too far, or vice versa. Because we kind of, like, we have that respect factor and that trust factor. We're more open to listening to each other. And then even in, if in the moment we don't agree, that's fine, too. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like you're judging me if you're telling me something. Or I hope you don't feel that I'm judging you when I'm telling you something. It really is coming from, like, a place of genuine love where maybe it wasn't always like that when we first got together. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, mm. You're here and you're learning this and I'm here and I'm, you know, maybe that's fine though too. Cause now we're married. So it's like, it's a very different playing field.
1: Yeah. And we met when we were at a point of trying to figure out who we are. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't too concerned with being with someone who believed in Jesus. And even though I wasn't too concerned with myself of following him a hundred percent, it was just like a, something that, Faith wasn't part of what defines my relationship. So with us uh, growing around the same time, finding uh, going to the same church the same time, us learning and unlearning at the same time, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it definitely helped with me. When I decided to marry you, all those other trivial in vanity things that I wanted to be married, like went away, such as, oh, is she the one? Oh, like when we disagree, she doesn't get me. When I zoom out from all those emotions, like literally, Taylor knows me, and we went through similar things. Now, some people can say, Okay are we staying together out of comfort because we know each other and we went through similar trials together while we were dating. And we talked about this before. No, but a part of it is. And even if it Mm -hmm. is, so what? Like,
0: like multiple things can be true at once. Yeah. Like
1: I know you, you know, me, we went through it and why not just keep going through it together? Because it's not like our differences are, Crazy. We just have mm-hmm. differences that honestly complement each other.
0: Yeah. And also giving each other the freedom that, like, you are a like a whole separate person. Like mm-hmm. a person who has wonderful traits, and a person who is going to struggle in some areas, is going to question some areas, gonna have different seasons where you're um just processing different things and vice versa like same for me I'm a I'm a person I'm not just I'm not someone who is just your quote-unquote the one and neither are you you're not just this like guy who comes in and sweeps me off my feet and is the one and he's just perfect like every part of his walk is perfect and he knows all And like you're not God and neither am I so I feel like once we not to say that you shouldn't have certain standards and you know of course if you're dating courting looking towards marriage whatever <laughs> your whatever you call it um not to say that you shouldn't have standards and if you're feeling that the person you're talking to is not like meeting certain things for you then fine that's your prerogative but like for us I think things got more we were able to respect each other more and come together more and, and learn more when we didn't put so much pressure on each other mm-hmm. granted different seasons. Like I can't go back and say, I wish I like I would have done things differently or you would have done things differently. Cause you wouldn't have, we do the best with what we know. But I think in different seasons, like maybe you were more legalistic than I was, or maybe mm-hmm. in the, in other seasons I was more legalistic than you were. And Although we're in a different space now and it's much better and like we respect each other more and we trust each other and and also just God in our relationship and in us more. But I still wouldn't say like, yeah, I would go back and change any of that Mm -hmm. because it's a part of the journey. There were parts where you were going, you know, you were processing things and you were a lot more extreme in some areas that then I was like why like why I'm not I'm not there yet and that caused some frustration but that showed how you know on fire you were that showed your passion and and it's like relationships right when you first start dating someone or talking to someone it's like you just want to go all out you want to get them 50 flowers you know you want to take them to the best place and not that you should stop that but like it's kind of similar with on our journey with God. Like we just want to go all out. Mm-hmm. You know, you fall in love with Jesus and it's just like, I will give like I will lay down my life, you mm-hmm. know. So you're adding all these, you know, however which way God is dealing with you. Um, and sometimes that's necessary. So I don't although we kind of were at different levels in different seasons, um, levels for lack of a better word, but you know, it's a part of the process.
1: I mean and I apologize for in those seasons make you feel less than where I'm like, Oh, I feel like I'm learning the word or I'm learning life at a faster level than you. And since you're not on my level, are we no longer compatible Mm compatible? And I feel like that also caused a lot of confusion with us of, are you compatible? Am I compatible? And make you feel like insecure about your walk and i was very wrong of me even though i never said that my actions were saying it i was kind of like acting like it reflecting back on it of dang why can't she fast for two weeks like me
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, why can't she drop everything stop watching netflix stop watching all this and just do bible studies um i realized that at a certain point am i really studying for myself because even if that's the case like all this studying should just make me better equipped to be her husband it has nothing to do with oh she needs to do the same things as me so that we can be together when it's like no keeping it a buck my my duties or tasks that I have to do to become your husband it's not about more or less than what you have to do to become my wife it's just different so instead of looking at it as uh quantity it's more of quality of what 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 we're doing so this what i'm doing may what i may be what i have to do to become fit for you and whatever how god is leading you it's not right for me to look at what you're doing saying "Tay, that's not enough
0: yeah but at this point i feel like 21 year old Tay 20 year old Tay would be like and was tight like what do you mean I'm immature (laughs) like what do you mean I gotta work on (laughs) reading more and being humble like you know like that's kind of prideful that comes a little bit from pridefulness um when you can't really acknowledge and everything is is different in hindsight right so even now I still get stubborn sometimes. And then five years from now, I'm going to be like, ah, Tay, but you needed that, you know? So I feel like even though maybe your, um, all of your intentions weren't your, no, your intentions were right. But the way you were going about some of your methods and encouraging was not the best. Mm-hmm. However, I wouldn't say you were wrong and like, in acknowledging or feeling that there was at some moments, in some moments, a difference in maturity. Yeah. Because it was true. Like, again, back then, I mean, we've had conversations where, okay, we shouldn't necessarily, um, make this huge differentiation of you're up here and I'm down here, or I'm up here and you're down here Mm -hmm. because we're helping each other out. Like that's not necessarily always a case of being like if we're talking about unequally yoked couples sometimes you're just at different levels of what you're learning yeah and that's okay like that's Mm -hmm. the difference than being unequally yoked where you're like you're a christian with a muslim like and you know not gonna touch that but you know what i mean so i think the extreme of like how how dramatic we made it was not the best but in acknowledging that it was a thing is not a problem and acknowledging like Hey, you need to work on this because this is not good. I'm not saying say it like that when you're talking to someone because that might not be encouraging. But when you're loving someone, whether it's a friend, whether it's someone you want to marry, whether it's a child, a parent, uh, whatever, you know, it's okay to acknowledge like, hey, I see that you can kind of do better in this area. So let's how can we fix that? Like how can we get better? Mm-hmm. Um And I think at a certain point between you and I, Sometimes, like you mentioned, for you, it's like being, how can you be a good husband? Like, you're learning how to be a good husband, right? Mm -hmm. And that's good. But first and foremost, for each of us, it's like, how can we be a better child of God? Like, how can I be a better daughter? How can you be a better son? And I think sometimes even when we looked at the other, it's like, how can Jamal be better? Because... If he's going to be the man I'm going to marry, then, you know, or, you know, like he needs to, you know, have this better or be more disciplined or whatever. And then for you, the same with me, vice versa. I'm not trying to speak for you. I'm just creating this example or like, yeah. Um, and for you, it can be Taylor needs to be more more mature. Taylor needs to be more disciplined, Taylor, you know, because if she's going to be my wife. She needs to meet a certain quota. Right. And I think even though it hasn't been long that we've been married. It's like really from what we've learned from other people who've been married long and what we've been reading and studying. It's like, it's less about you being the best husband you can be for me, which is great that that's one of your goals. And it's less about me being a great wife to you, which is also wonderful. It's a great goal, but it's more of how can I help you to be ready for when you meet God? And how can you help me to be ready for when I meet God? Mm -hmm. I want you to be humble. I want you to be, um, you know, Uh, loving and kind and patient and strong-willed you know I I want you to be all those things because first you're a man of God first you are an individual that I want to love and pull out the best in you and vice versa I'm not made just for you like I feel like that's gonna ruffle some feathers in terms of like the super hyper focused marriage people which I we love marriage it's been great but first priority is god like how are you preparing each other for god Mm -hmm. and we didn't really put that in priority even when we were friends even when we were dating when it's less about each other and it's more about god Mm -hmm. it's more about how we're growing in our walk so
1: and that comes from goal setting right and we learned that when things were tough for us it's because that we individually wasn't doing you know the best like you were dealing Mm -hmm. with your mental health issues i was dealing with uh, a lot of financial issues self-doubt and self-sabotaging issues so we weren't good by ourselves of course we're going to bring that toxicity into our relationship so um you know i started to focus more on my craft uh how can i make money do i have to get a job to to support the craft and all these things and once i was doing better for myself i started feeling better and now all i want to do is make you feel better Mm -hmm. so now i'm coming into our relationship with more positivity with uh more gratitude so that even if you're not the happiest or feeling your best I'll be able to be in a position to help like us be the best until you are and now we're both just filling each other with uh positivity for lack of better words but um what are what were what were some of your goals that you that you believe helped you um become better at our relationship on your end And how do they compare or or how did those goals transition into new goals, like your goals now?
0: Um, Being more, I guess, steady mentally and physically, like just prioritizing. It's really like not. So one of the things that I when I was, like, reading and listening to, like, marriage talks and stuff like that, one of the things that were mentioned by a couple, a few couples was getting yourself right, like, physically, your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, which your spiritual health, like, I get that. It's like, okay, everyone, you know, especially if you're in the church, it's like, of course, like, your spiritual health, you got to be right with God. You got to, like, you know, have yourself right with God and everything. But I didn't always fully prioritize or like see the magnitude of how much your physical and your mental health are so important before you join yourself to someone. And even as you're joining yourself to someone. And in the years before we got married, not to say like physically, I was just like working out all the time. Mm -hmm. But I did start to see an increase in prioritizing working out so like going for walks or um doing a quick workout doing some yoga doing whatever like getting my body moving and aligning that with my mental health so journaling more um talking to family and friends more like I always prioritize family um and friends and just my my close loved ones but talking more about relationships and talking more about our lives and All of that, you know, Um, and sitting in silence with myself. I feel like in the years before, in the couple of years before we got married, so like engagement and even the year prior to that, I really was in a space where I would just find myself more in in quiet with God, like a lot. A part of it was because I needed to um, Mm -hmm. because of like anxiety and mental health issues and stuff like that and I think although it really sucked (laughs) dealing with all the anxiety that I dealt with I feel like God was showing me how important it is to slow down and how important it is to really be able to be steady because it got to the point where I, I felt that I couldn't trust my own decisions and if I can't trust my own decisions, that means I can't trust myself to move forward in anything, let alone choosing a person. And then even when we are married, you know, because at that point it's like, well, am I even going to be able to get married? You know, like I can't even I can't pick what's up or down. Like, So how am I going to choose a person? Um, But even when we are, it's like, how am I going to be able to choose just things like how am I going to be able to go through life doing life with a partner? when I'm not mentally steady, you know, um, we want to have kids one day. How am I going to have kids? How am I going to speak with my kids and pour into them? So this is kind of getting long winded, but I hope that that made sense. It's just being very, that was one of my goals, like getting my mind to a place where I can like find my own steadiness, find my center. And it's a continual process. So you said like, now what's my goal? Well, my, what was my goal? Yeah, for you? I was gonna
1: ask, has it gotten better? Because obviously, that sounds like a until you leave this earth goal. Mm-hmm. So, like, would you say you progress tremendously since then?
0: Yes, <laughs> have I progressed tremendously? Yes, um, some of the ways that I cope are differently. So like in a certain season, I was journaling a lot, a lot more because I had a lot of alone time, a lot, a lot more <laughs> than I do now that we're married. So like I was journaling and listening to music and like dancing in my room by myself like way more. So the way that I'm like coping is a little bit different, but um, yeah, I guess now it's just like a, a consistent goal. Now, I do want to get more in the habit of again, because I, I kind of slacked on it. I do want to get back in the habit of journaling. So that's one of the, my goals again. And journaling for the good reasons, because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes we can get so caught up, kind of like prayer, where it's like when you're going through it, you like want to pray all the time. Yeah. So also with journaling, when you're depressed or whatever, like maybe you want to journal all the time because you just, that's all you have the time to do. You don't want to do anything. Um, and now that I feel like I'm in a good place, I want to journal again because I feel that I want to journal and really pray about the gratitude and the good things that are happening and hopefully continue to find that steadiness, you know?
1: And for myself being a creative, I've struggled with finances for a very long time. And Mm -hmm. that has been a issue with us of, we didn't want to be in either of our parents' homes when we got married. And, that has nothing to do with our parents. We have great mothers that mm-hmm. supported us all the way through and still continue to show support and are right there whenever we need them. Um but we just for, for ourselves wanted to have our own space because we've lived well I live with my mother my entire life and so have you. And we just want to experience something different on our own we don't want to have to if we're if we're we're establishing a new family it's kind of hard to do that as great as our mothers are but their household rules would be different than ours yeah obviously not completely there's still things that we take but we have our own flavor our own style that we want to establish so I couldn't give that to you and I know that annoyed you, but I definitely made, uh, made me feel ashamed that I couldn't do any of that. And, you know, me not going to school, me freelancing my video craft, and I've made a lot of money, but that money obviously went for, to play, to uh, survive. So that was my goal of just continue to grind until something clicks Now that we're in North Carolina and I thought my craft would get, get me somewhere and pay for my lifestyle. But I did what I didn't see is that how God positioned me and all the hustle and work ethic that I developed in New York landed me this job here in North Carolina. That is the best job that I ever had. Even though that list of jobs is few, it's better than what I can imagine. It's a video editing job. It's a videography job, full time. Taxes taken out already. Instead of me having to worry about this is the twenty percent, the thirty percent. But a freelancer, you gotta uh, pay it every quarterly. Like Mm -hmm. I'm in such a great position that we're in our own home that we got married that i got a new car that we're paying for our dog's haircuts instead of doing it ourselves our fridge is fully stocked we are truly blessed and
0: um yeah because he was looking rough when i was cutting his hair yeah i cut my dog's hair trying to save money Book the groomer's appointment like a month later because he looked bad
1: and that's my thing of me personally i want to set you up where you don't have to do that not saying that
0: um, i'm also just frugal like i could have money in the bank and still be like nah i'll pass <laughs>
1: <laughs> but speaking to your mother and your mother raised you and provided for you Mm -hmm. your mother got you everything and make sure that you didn't have to be frugal and for her that conversation i had with her of her passing you to me i don't want you have to obviously i don't make as much money as your mom but
0: we gonna get there. She, she didn't make this much money when she was twenty something. <laughs> we gonna catch up. But that's what they want for us.
1: Shout out to our moms. I don't want her, you leaving her household to cut to a household that's not necessarily as much as hers, but you're not like going to like rags. Like I want to make. I want to bring my wife to the store and tell her, go shop. I don't don't look at. Don't ask me how much do we have. Go. Pick it up. Pick it back up. I know you just saw the price tag and so you didn't pick it back up. And not out of pride. That comes with just being like wise and knowing Mm -hmm. that we made certain sacrifices such as say we say when we're going to get married, we're not going to go out. We're not going to go out to eat. We're just going to do grocery shopping. So that's how people worry about they need to make more money. But they just need to know where to stop spending money so they have more money to either save or spend it on things that they actually want to do. Mm -hmm. So because of us, like, I want to take you out to see, like, live performances. Obviously, I still want to make more money, but let me try to pick something that I know we're wasting some money on. Or, like, oh, this is a random subscription here. Oh, like, why would we eat out when we can use that same money that if we just ate dinner at home and then we can go see a show is learning how to allocate Mm -hmm. funds that you do have, but it's hard to see what you have when you're just being willy nilly. So I think that comes from the goals that we set individually of me. I want to be able to provide and get my wife anything. And how can I compare my personal goals to uh, our goals? So uh, I guess we can go back and forth on the things that we agree upon, such as one doing this podcast, because mm-hmm. in the beginning, you know, it was very much heavily. My ideas was something that I kept pushing and like saying that this is what I think we should do this. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I'm glad and happy to see that, you know, you've been texting me, Yo know, Jamal Pod. I'd be like,
0: Question mark? Where does come from? Is there even a question? Like, yeah,
1: mark? yeah, she didn't even asking me. She telling me get yeah, we, pod.
0: pod, <laughs> we podcasting <laughs> tonight. What? Like,
1: um, what made you turn around? What made you get on board?
0: I've been on board. I've been on board with the podcasting. I just think I was less um, enthusiastic about it or mm-hmm. unable to show as much enthusiasm because of my own anxieties, which is like which I'm very honest with you about, like, hey, it's not you. It's not what we're doing. That might not be the issue. If it is that I don't want to do something or, like, I have a a specific problem with, like, a, a, a recording or whatever, you know I'll tell you. But in general, I'm typically on board. It's just harder for me to show a lot of enthusiasm because of, like, either the anxiety that comes with it. And I don't know why exactly. It's just, like, the thought of doing something and starting something which is a whole different thing that we've talked about like starting your own thing like being creative and starting your own ventures and as opposed to just like you're still putting yourself out there you know even if like only two people watch this episode you're still saying i'm going to do this and i'm going to i'm going to actually give it a shot mm-hmm. not just tiptoeing one foot in one foot out like because if you actually want to see if it's going to work, you have to actually try to put yourself out there. You have to actually put yourself out there, go all in. And then if it fails, then you know it failed because because it just didn't work, not because you didn't actually try at it. Yeah. And I think a part of me, that gives me some anxiety because it's like, well, dang, we actually have to try at it. And it's not a you thing. It's it's a me thing that just comes with anything Um, for me that I take a shot at and I realized something like I've kind of just chosen things and picked things like even with going to school, which I don't regret going to school. You know, I learned and got my degree and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized I feel like a part of my perception and like what I, what I was going for was because it seemed like the more secure route it seemed like okay this is a route that makes sense it's more secure i'm gonna be successful not that it's gonna be easier but the route is easier so that makes sense yeah safer safer um and now i'm realizing like nothing's really easy it's just what you're willing to put the work in because quite frankly i'm like dang 45 hours a week in the office yeah. I don't know about this. <laughs> like, I don't have much in me and I'm only 25. So, yeah, I think that's really what pushed me more is that I'm like, you know what? I do want to build something for ourselves. And I didn't I didn't have the percep, the perspective to think the way that I'm thinking now. Like when I was 18, 19, I wasn't thinking, yeah, you know, what about how we take care of our home and when we want to travel and visit our family and friends and when we have kids? I don't want to have a kid and take three months of maternity leave and then have to go back to work and leave my three month old somewhere. That's me. Like it's not, it's not a judgment thing. I personally don't want to do that or I don't think I want to do that. Maybe I'll have kids and be like, never mind, Take them, <laughs> you know, take this child. I hope not. I hope that's not <laughs> how I feel after <laughs> I have a kid. But you know, like that's not the reality that I see for myself or for our home, for our family. So, Yeah. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Part of that as being your husband, it's dancing with the steps of being assertive or compromising. And I feel like, and it's okay for me to feel like this, it's not okay for me to like try to demand it, but I strongly believe that I I know what's best for you. Especially, you know, talking to God who knows what's best for you and Mm. knowing you. um, Mm. (laughs) But I leave that, these, those, like that knowledge of me knowing that right here, over here. And then I take what you tell me that you want. And then, like, I compare and I'll be like, okay, so I, I was right about this. I was right about this. All right, I was wrong. I was a little right about that, but I was wrong about that. So then now that I have like this rubric of my assumptions, plus what you tell me, I'm like, all right, Tay tells me the kind of life that she wants. And I still think there's parts that she doesn't know that she wants yet, such Mm -hmm. as you tell me all the time you want to work. And I tell you all the time, if I was making like a buttload of money, Why would you still choose to work? I'm just like, come on. Like, I make enough from both of us that it doesn't make sense. And I know that it's. I know your role model, your mother was like was a single mother and she worked her way to the top. And I know that you aspire to be that. But
0: Mm -mm. wait, wait, go ahead. Finish what? So like. Now, in just developing what it is that I want, and I guess going back to kind of the goals question, aside from like mental health and all all the deep stuff, but like one of the things I really admire and kind of like I'm a little bit jealous, but fine, I'm not gonna feed into that. But you are good at your job, like you're good at your job. All right, so let me and you enjoy point. your job, and I'm not saying I want to work like I know that I don't see myself wanting to be in the corporate space and CEO. Like, that's just not what I want. I see, I admire my mom, and I admire a lot of the other wonderful women that I've seen in those positions. Admire it. That's not what I want for my life. That's not what I want for my home. However, it's not that I want to work like the typical, I don't want to be in those spaces, but what I mean by work is that I want to contribute like I want and I I don't just mean financially I just mean Mm -hmm. I want to contribute I want to get my hands in the stuff I want to like get my hands dirty and yeah and I, I don't know if that's like as this podcast develops continuing to be more involved in this you know with my art like continuing to get my hands dirty with painting as I've been trying to really stick with this year so that's another goal like I think personally in terms of my work goals, Mm. is developing something that I am confident and feel good about because I have not felt that way. What do you mean?
1: That's new, Tay. What I'm describing was, no, you wanted to work traditionally.
0: Oh, yeah. I wanted to, like, have my own practice and be a a psychologist. And I wanted to do the whole. In
1: between that and where you are now, I'm like, Tay, if you don't have to work, then what? Like you're like I. I want to pay my part, half of the bills. I'm just like
0: no, but now I, I don't know make, now I don't think that's even what I meant. That
1: was how what you meant because I'm literally saying Taylor, if I make what you currently make with what I'm making, because my, my whole thing was I get the concept that. You don't leave your job to do nothing. Yeah. You just change your that's work. That's
0: what I meant. Like, I don't just want That's not what be you meant. Home. That's what
1: you mean now.
0: Okay. So then that's what I mean now. I know I that. don't just want to be here not... And I don't even just mean, like, even being a stay-at-home wife, a stay-at-home mom, whatever, like, keeping the house nice and cleaning. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's a whole other conversation where, like, we, women empowerment, just a quick little, like... You can't down put women that want to be in the corporate space and people in the corporate space can't down women who want to be stay-at-home moms. Like, if we're about women empowerment, you got to, like, just love on each other in all the spaces, right? But just that's a whole side point. Um, For me, it's not not that I want to work and not that I want to be a stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home wife. It's, it's wanting to work as something that is, like, that I feel is that I guess I feel what you feel sometimes. And not that you love your job every single day and you wake up and you're like, yay, I'm going to work. But you're like sure of your work. Mm -hmm. You know, you're sure of yourself and not in a prideful way, but you know what you're doing and you know what you're good at it and you're confident in that. Yeah. And I want that. And I don't feel that I really have that yet. And maybe it's because I haven't really stuck to something long enough or whatever. And I'm still working at that. I'm 25. I'm still figuring it out um but that's what I want I don't just want to be home and totally my like I want to have something of my own that I know I'm good at
1: yeah and being your husband I have to be with okay with you not hearing me and you later coming to a realization of what I'm saying because I've always led with that since the beginning of when I first met you I was like I want to make enough money that you can do what you want Mm-hmm. It's not about I say like you can just focus on your art. It, it was never about you being a trophy wife, a you just be be a couch potato because your husband makes enough mm-hmm. and afford that you can afford to be a couch potato. It was just now just do what you want and then try. And then if you make money from there, great. I just want to take the pressure off of you trying to make money off of it when it's not ready to be monetized yet. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's basically it of me trying to set goals for us and bringing them to you so that there's that collaboration and being okay with, okay, maybe she won't receive this now, but how do I, keep building this foundation until she's ready to pick up her hammer without being mad or annoyed that she's not picking up her hammer. And that's just something I feel like a husband is, was built for was to build until his wife is ready to build with him. And without him throwing the, like pick up this dang hammer. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just patiently waiting. And I was patiently waiting because I just want to say now I, I, do see you um building i do see you want you seeing that you want something for yourself that you don't want to be just stuck like having a job is nice i i know it is but i just know that i'm not supposed to stay here i'm supposed to use it as a vehicle to build something for ourselves
0: so can i ask a question now how do you feel that that has gotten better or helped us more in terms of conflict and disagreement where this you being more, I guess, patient with the process, Mm -hmm. not needing me to see the vision right away or needing me to see what you, yeah. Needing me to see what you see right away. How do you think that that has gotten us to a better space in terms of understanding each other and less conflict?
1: I think I was hiding it behind um, scarcity or there's another word for it, but I think I'm at a place right now that we honestly don't have to do this podcast. It's not a necessity back then because I was broke and had no job. I'm like, take, Come on, like, see this vision with me because this is the only way we can make money. Like, they're, like, say, if we don't do this, I don't know, I don't think we can get married because I don't think we're going to make the money to get, like, we, like, this, if we do a podcast, we can, we can survive, we can pay this, we can go travel, do all this stuff. It was hard for me to see the life that we currently have now without doing the creative projects that I keep making up for us. Mm. But now that I, Uh, I just follow God's lead. I didn't keep trying to push or make things happen. We're literally doing this out of abundance because like, like I keep saying, like it's hard to not be so grateful because again, we see homeless people all the time. We are literally recording a podcast in our own home. And even on a creative aspect I've been creating in all types of spaces, whether it be my mother's basements or family friends' basements, and never been comfortable with my own space and having the time. Like we couldn't, I couldn't record if my little brother was sleeping, or I felt shy with other people around. It's literally just us, and I've been vibing out, chilling. So I think now here being in this better place is giving me the patience. And the okay that if Tay did not want to do this, it would be okay, honestly. But I'm glad that you do want to do it.
0: So, it's cool that you mentioned the jobs. Mm. Because I feel like not only is that good, is that hopeful for you? Because mm. you're not in a, I guess you could say, scarcity mindset. Like, we need to do this. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's just this very pressure focus thing which in some aspects can help in some aspects can push you forward but it's interesting i you say that because i think for me that's also helpful like not having you be like this is the only way no like then that's <laughs> my pressure no i don't want to do that um because it's just it's just a lot of pressure when you mm-hmm. put it in that perspective and then it's like this is the only way so we're not gonna make no money until this pops <laughs> off? Like, are you serious? <laughs> like, you know? Um, but I feel like we're in a space, it's like this two-sided thing with having jobs, where it's like, on the one hand, I think for the both of us, it gives us a sense of like, we can breathe a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of this is in in. what did did you say in excess like we have excess time oh in abundance like we're working off of abundance we don't this is not like our only thing you know we're still working we're still making money like we have a roof over our heads we have a full fridge like we're we're good we're comfortable in some regard and at the same time the other side of having our day job so to speak as right now as like somewhat comfortable as they are i say, like you just you're living right now but um it's also this although it allows us the comfortability to create it also allows us the pressure to create because we don't want to stay here which I feel like is really a good two-sided coin right Mm -hmm. now that we're that we have because it's this all right, you're good. You know, this, this baby, whatever it is that we create, all these ventures, these babies are like, they can grow and flourish on their own at their own pace. They're not pressured to like show up prematurely, you know, but also it's like, okay, but we do want to work at this because I don't actually want to stay here. Like, maybe I had to experience certain positions, (laughs) to realize like this is not the life that I want but hey sometimes you just you live and you learn Mm -hmm. um but it has been a certain level of pressure too so I think that's good
1: my strength is work ethic seeing the big picture discipline um your strengths are emotions compassion empathy and rationalization. Hmm. And that balances me out when my big picture is just huge. Like the mm. the vision, the where I want to be is always never tomorrow. <laughs> Not yes. I want it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But realistically, like we're nowhere where I envision us.
0: Yeah, that's actually <laughs> true. Literally from the start of our relationship, you're just like, "This is these are my dreams." And it's like, what? Like you expect us to do what and be where? And it's like, never fully makes sense for where we're at in the moment. But yeah, that was just that was really funny because it's I, But yeah. it works. It it works. It's good that you have that drive and that those visions. But it's like I'm always like, I need to see what the steps are. <laughs> like, what are the steps? Mm-hmm. What are we doing today and Amen. tomorrow and the day after that? You and you're just like, no, this like, what is there's what we're doing. No steps. Yeah, no, I couldn't stand it.
1: I was like, there's no steps. It's just, just trying, just trying. Even though, like, I have, I still have half belief in. There's no way for you to create full steps into getting where you're going. I'm still pro focusing on step 1, mm-hmm. then step 2, then step 3. And sometimes with discernment, you got to discern whether you do get revealed all the steps. <laughs> but sometimes step 2 really doesn't come once you finish step 1. Yeah. And I feel like I was always um I will I will always get off the staircase whenever i hit a big hole in the wall so i'll always switch crafts i was always switch uh ideas i was always switch plans let's do a podcast uh me and tay kind of fight a lot and it's gonna to be tough to record a why podcast. would
0: you say that we don't fight a lot what are you talking about i was speaking in anyways okay
1: <laughs> me and tay are fighting a lot
0: <laughs> like we about to fight tonight Are you saying that i'm kidding
1: <laughs> me and Tara fighting a lot and yeah this doesn't sound like a good like now like be less creative minded and more business minded i don't think it's gonna work out with like trying to make money when we don't feel like recording yeah. or it's gonna be tough so let's switch gears uh let me do my solo thing mm-hmm. uh, i'm poor at doing my solo thing so like i kind of need a partner let me try this and that and yeah i was always hopping from different crafts or different parts of my skill set when one of them hits a huge hole and inconsistency inconsistency has been a huge huge crutch of mine
0: yeah and um on that note which with like us trying to do something together us trying to like build something together and then a conflict happens and it can be like on a bigger scale i'm not trying where do i want to go with this because
1: expose us
0: what (laughs) no i'm just i meant where do i want to go with this like i want to not be super spiritual but division and the temptation for division is huge and that's just like a general thing like god is is for unity um with his people and um especially with like us two trying to build something together and that's relationally in our own personal relationship And also in our creative selves, in our creative spaces. And I think, I'm not trying to be super spiritual, but the enemy really likes division. (laughs) And there have been trends that I've noticed where the temptation for division is so much stronger and not just the enemy cuz that's that's why I don't want to make it super spiritual cuz i don't want people to be like, oh you know like i don't want to give the enemy too much credit but like the enemy the you know your flesh the world like i can just i feel that the temptation for division is so much stronger when what we're doing is so much bigger
1: mm.
0: so that includes getting married prior to getting married and that can include the time during our engagement and even prior to engagement, when, you know, throughout our relationship, we always talked about marriage from like six months into dating. We were like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I, I can't like we might as well just get married right now. Like our family's lucky we don't just secretly run away. <laughs> but um, even prior to that, it's like even with wanting to do something good like marriage. And the temptation for division, whether it's something huge like my struggle with my mental health, or it's something minuscule like planning, (laughs) like you and I just planning, and not to say that that's small, but like it can be as big as planning where we live, or as small as like planning what pets we get. Like you know what I mean? It's and that's a that's a legit example of like how the temptation for division is so strong. So. Segwaying from like just the relational aspect of it and powering through that and, you know, through prayer and setting our pride aside and working together. And now we're married and it's wonderful and it's great. And I love you. Also, the creative aspect of it, where trying to build something together that could really be a good thing. And there's moments, several moments where we're about to record and something just like something goes wrong. And it's something so stupid but like
1: like you being mad at me or accusing me that i don't change the dryer sheet thing
0: right anyways literally i change it
1: all the time and okay. like you never come to me and ask me you come to me like no the bad cop without the good cop and like
0: all right but see but Jamal, like that's what i mean where it's like it sounds
1: do you change the dryer thing the filter
0: all right Jamal. yeah
1: and even after I say yeah, it's like hmm. No, I don't I, know. I just changed it and it was looking crazy. I never seen it in my I life. I that. swear, like I if it had one that. more, if you put if you would have put start one more time, I know I know a fire would have started. A fire would have happened. Not maybe a, a fire would have started. Anyways. That I never seen that in my whole life of walking on this earth. Never ever seen that.
0: I cannot stand. <laughs> No but that's like legit I literally said that Like I've never seen this <laughs> Dry your filter so thick In my life Anyways um, But no it's like it can be something So superficial Like Jamal I don't like the way that you said that Your tone was very Sassy just now And like the whole mood is off And it's like why And I don't even There's moments where like off of the jokes aside there are moments where not just podcasting just in general we're trying to do something we're trying to do something that we know is like good whether it's we're making plans or whatever and there's a temptation to just be off for some reason and i feel it like i feel that it's not i know consciously this is stupid and it's so hard to not give in and it's get it gets easier the more that you resist the easier it gets you know the more you choose love and joy and peace and unity and like I'm gonna we're gonna work together like I'm not gonna allow I'm not gonna allow my feelings to win that are temporary when the bigger scheme is like in the bigger case of things it's like We want to have a good day today, you know, like why we got to wake up annoyed in a bad mood when it's like we made plans today to spend the day together. You know what I mean? So it obviously gets easier the more you learn yourself, the more you learn the other person, the more you learn to like train your emotions and your thoughts and stuff. But yeah, just off of what you were saying, for sure, that's one of the things that were like difficult for us to work through. Is just not giving in to, I don't know, just distraction, I think. Distraction, for sure. So I'm glad that now we're, you know, it's just a lot easier Mm -hmm. for several factors. You know, we're in our own space. And when we do have those moments, like we just communicate so much better. We're able to just sit down and be like, yo, what's up? Like, what's going on? you're gonna you're gonna stay mad all day <laughs> let's talk this out for 10 minutes and then let's move on you know yeah so.
1: i absolutely love um, what we're doing and i'm more than happy that you decided to take this journey with me mm-hmm. it's very hard trying to do my own thing when my own thing is honestly you know branding branding the podcast editing everything um but i have no shame that I need my wife to help me make content because I am the reason that you are the reason that I am who I am today and you just make me a better me. So I wouldn't do this with anyone else. Not just this podcast, but going through life and I love you. I love you too. And if you have anything else, we can sign off and say bye to the people. Bye people. Bye people. Thank you guys for watching and listening and we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. Later.